Hello! Welcome! This is We Do. Hi, guys. I'm Megan. And I'm Luke. And we're here for a very special part two episode of Wedding Parties. Uh, we're going to talk about some awesome festivities, including the illustrious and uh, amazing Jack and Jill party. You oh, guys strap in for that one. Guys, we are so excited. So uh, get ready and get set and go. There are so many events that are around weddings nowadays. You got your your showers. Mm-hmm. Men don't really have showers. That no. seems kind of unfair. Men don't shower. Why do you shower? What would you get? What would you do if there was like a men's shower? Well, describe to me a, a women's shower. So a bridal shower is when uh, usually like your mom or your maid of honor or some like older woman in your life. Uh, will host a party. Usually it's like a tea party type thing, like a brunch uh, where everyone brings a gift and then you do really stupid games and then you open all of your gifts in front of everyone. These are all gifts? Usually they're like housewares. Okay. So you get like kitchen stuff and like uh, sheets, whatnot. Mm -hmm. So that's a bridal shower. You also have like, I've heard of lingerie showers. Those are very popular in the South especially which are like a pre-bachelorette party, you're like, all the people that you would invite to a bachelorette party, you invite to the shower and they all gift you pieces of lingerie that you're gonna wear in your honeymoon. That sounds really weird. I mean, that sounds like my worst nightmare because one, I don't want anyone picking up my lingerie for me. This is your, uh, so our parents at this? No, no, no. It's usually just like ladies that you would normally invite to your bachelorette party. Uh, yeah, my picture of a, of a bridal shower is uh, like mom, probably aunts, probably grandma, and it's uh, like a brunch type situation. Maybe yeah. it, maybe because I'm a northerner. No, that's I mean that's a nor that's a regular bridal. What I was okay. describing are two different kinds of showers that ladies get. So I'm imagining a uh, a groom shower would probably uh, involve. Uh, Ribs. Hmm? You eat a lot of ribs. Probably uh, the the gifts are probably some sort of uh, some sort of construction related gift. Oh, really? You get. A, I, I imagine it would be a lot of stuff. Uh, if a bridal shower involves a lot of things you put in your house, I imagine a groom's shower would be a lot of things to build your house. Oh, I was thinking either like booze or yard stuff. And you get like a riding mower, and I get like a KitchenAid mixer. No, I was picturing, <laughs> I was picturing uh, drills, and uh, like, like a jackhammer. Yeah, you know your regular jackhammer. You gotta have that in the toolkit. Maybe not a jackhammer. Uh, and then the, the we would all get together, eat ribs, and maybe like work on a car. Yeah. I've never done that. Before. Do like some CrossFit. <laughs> Uh, that sounds great. So, I mean, like, grooms don't have as many, like, pre-wedding activities that they're, like, bonded to. Just bachelor parties. Yeah. Ladies have showers and uh, they have the bachelorette party. Although more, more and more nowadays, people are doing sort of uh, 
just the engagement party, right? And oh yeah, I forgot about showers, that one. Skipping the showers. Yeah. Is that true? I mean, I had never really heard of an engagement party until I was an adult. That's not something they do in my area where I grew up. Uh-huh. You know what they do do in my area, though? Oh, you guys. Just wait. So, I have a friend who's from the Mid-Atlantic. She likes to call this uh, a wedding carnival. That's not the name of it. It's called a Jack and Jill. Uh, also known as a Jack and Jill shower, but not anything like a shower that you would imagine. So, just open your minds. Start so, from So, start from zero. Yeah. Take us through it. What so, is a Jack and Jill? A Jack and Jill, the purpose of a Jack and Jill is to raise money for the couple to be able to pay for their wedding. So, uh... My area is not the most wealthy area. Uh, there are a couple of pockets of wealthy towns nearby where I grew up. Those those towns do not do Jack and Jill showers. Only the towns where it's like a little bit like more lower middle class. So would you say this is uh, a descendant of uh, the box social or a barn raising? Is sort of. I would say it's more of a descendant of like a fundraiser, like a spaghetti dinner fundraiser. So in fact, a spaghetti dinner is involved. So as, a, uh, as someone who might be attending a Jack and Jill, you're going to purchase a ticket uh, from the couple or from someone in the wedding party or someone involved. Uh, tickets are usually like 20 or so dollars a person. Uh, with your ticket includes uh, spaghetti dinner. Uh, usually there's a keg and you get, um, you get like a cup and until the keg runs out, people can you know, drink from it. So there's free beer to like a certain extent. And then, like, there's this, there's this whole, like, sort of culture at the event itself. So you're raising a little bit of money from uh, the ticket itself, and then there are a bunch of raffles. And the raffles are, like, the key uh, part of Jack and Jill's. It's what people in my town like the most about these events. Right. The dinner is the, dinner is the sort of get you there. Part. Yeah, get you in the door. Um, so... As a, a bride or someone in the bridal party, I would tap people in my network to donate or sell to me at costs awesome prizes that I'm going to then raffle off at the Jack and Jill. So typical prizes would include um, maybe a grill or uh, there's usually tons of prizes that are booze related. Mm-hmm. Um, you might have some sort of electronics. Uh, we've, I've been to Jack and Jill's where they'll raffle off a TV or like an iPad um, usually spa related things. Yeah, gift certificates to local restaurants. I mean, it really depends on who's in your network and you know what you can get donated um, or you know uh, purchased at cost, etc. So usually there are all these raffle prizes. They sell raffle tickets throughout the dinner. People will put those raffle tickets in for specific uh, items, and then they'll raffle everything off. Um, that is like the big money maker. And then there's a then there's a big dance party. Too. Yeah, then there's a dance party. That is so much fun. I think there should be more adult events in my life and throughout adulthood that involve a large dance party at the end. So it's a dinner and then a, a series of raffles and then the dance party. Yeah. So it's uh, it's something that guests pay to attend, but they don't bring a gift. So unlike a shower where, you know, the host is paying for all the food and the beverage and the guest is bringing a gift, you're kind of paying your own way, but you don't have to bring a gift. 
and you get to do all these fun things like this dance party yeah, and you, like you win attempt to stuff. win your own gifts. Yeah. So in the end, I find that a Jack and Jill attendee gets a lot more out of their evening than mm-hmm. someone who would attend a shower. I've only been to one. It is so fun. Yeah, it's the funnest. So here's the other thing. So this isn't just like an invite only, like for a, wet, a bridal oh, no. shower. Bridal shower, you're inviting a specific number of people. Like you know, you gotta pay pay your own way. This something, is a fundraiser. You want to get as many people there as possible. Something like this is not constrained by people you know personally. Yeah. So you want to advertise. So not only do you want your friends and family to attend, you want their friends and family to attend. You want perfect strangers to attend. So I've definitely seen this in bars in in West Springfield on the board that says, uh, you know, the black light board with the neon writing and they put specials. They put today's special and then under that they write, you know, on Saturday, come on down for Jim and Stacy's uh, Jack and Jill. Yeah. Twenty bucks at the door kind of thing. So general bar goer. Yeah. So any any person in the area who doesn't have something to do on a Friday or Saturday night could probably find a Jack and Jill relatively easy and have a great time and maybe win some awesome stuff. They could come away with a TV. Yeah, make some friends, get some beer. I mean, it's it's literally the best idea ever. You're probably out there listening and thinking, this sounds really tacky. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but it's embrace super it. Fun. Embrace it. It's I mean, the best. Uh, we were just talking about you. You know someone that is like I think it's instead of the instead of the dance party, they're having a big screen where you can just play Super Smash Brothers the whole night. Yeah, they're gonna have like a big projector, and it's going four controllers, so four people can play at one time. I think they're having that in addition to the dance party. I mean, yeah. I know people who do like they'll have karaoke if you knew karaoke. I mean, the possibilities are endless. It is, uh, it's usually held in like a, uh, like an Elks Club or like a, a yeah, recreation a hall. Nearby. Yeah, it's so uh, not pretentious in any way. And it's just, it's just lovely and wonderful in all of it's just, everyone's trying to support you in this, you know, endeavor to get married in this very expensive time. It's lovely. And the best part... And you're giving them stuff. Yeah, the best part is that you can have this great fun party with a huge group of people. You may not be able to invite all these people to the wedding, yet you can have this great experience with them. And, you know, it's not like an expectation, oh, I was invited to the Jack and Jill, so I I definitely will be invited to the wedding. That's somewhat... um, Is that a shared quality for engagement parties, that sometimes you're inviting people that aren't necessarily going to be invited to the wedding? I'm not 100% sure about the engagement party because, again, like, I didn't really know about those until late in life. So if anyone out there knows more about engagement party etiquette, let us know. But certainly for, like, bridal showers, Mm -hmm. you're not going to invite your cousins and your great aunt and whatever. You're not going to invite them to the wedding. So it's it's a great way to include a much larger community uh, while, you know, still maintaining a smaller yeah, you can still celebrate list. with these people and still sort of have fun and include them while mutually sort of understanding that you can't invite everybody to your wedding. Yeah. But you like them. So this will be great for, like, my extended family and, you know, all of my cousin's kids and 
high school friends and all sorts of people that probably won't make it out. Neighbors that I grew up with. So if you live in a 10 square mile radius of the, this cultural phenomenon, maybe you can come to ours. Oh yeah, ours is going to be next April, so we'll give you a shout out. If anyone out there is listening to this, uh, April 2017, get ready, it's going to be off the chain. If this sounds like a good idea, spread spread the gospel of Jack and Jill. <laughs> we would love to make this a like, cultural phenomenon it's across really the cool. country. It's really cool. We, uh, I'll tell you, it is so little known. We Googled it, and it, like basically almost nothing came up. The things that came up uh, in the headline, it, all, it listed Jack and Jill, blah, 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 what this article is about. And then in the headline, it included your zip code. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> And it's also like a weird phenomenon, I think in Quebec, I think French oh. Canada, there's like, well, because there's a huge French Canadian population where I grew up. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I think that's sort of how it got to us. But like, it is only done in like very small pockets of Western Massachusetts and in very small pockets of Quebec. Mm. So if any of you out there have Maybe celebrated French, yeah. with a, yeah, definitely, <laughs> no spaghetti dinner, we'll have some sort of like crepes. <laughs> Sorry, racist. Sorry. But if any of you out there are thinking about doing this or have done it or just have general thoughts on it, let us know. But real fast, let's talk about the Bachelor Bachelorette parties. So we, we talked about everything about the picking, picking who's going to be in your party, uh, the parties, the celebrations that you have together as a couple, wedding, the, your, your bridal showers, your Jack and Jills. So for your bachelorette party, for your bachelor party, uh, what are your, what, what's your take? What are your thoughts? Well, I mean, I feel like this could be its whole own episode. Oh, Bach yeah. Bachelor, yeah. well, bachelor parties go back a little bit farther. Bachelorette parties are sort of a recent phenomenon uh, that have come about since like the 60s and 70s when like the sexual revolution uh, freed women and allowed them to be sexually liberated in public. Mm. So, were there no were there no uh, parties that were before that, like only the bridal party sort of situation? I mean, there were bridal showers, but there were never right. parties where like you would go out in public and like be debaucherous. Uh huh. Where it was like your last night of freedom. That didn't really exist until like very recently in human history. Yeah. So once women became free. Yeah. So, uh, hashtag never forget. Um, so I am not someone who likes to go out clubbing. So personally, I wouldn't be interested in like a traditional bachelorette party. I don't need like penis jewelry and strip clubs and all that nonsense. I'd like to do something fun and relaxing with my gal pals, but it doesn't have to be, I don't know that calling it a bachelorette party makes it any different than just like having a like ladies getaway weekend. I've been to two bachelor parties and they were very different from each other. So this is a good uh, range. Uh, you can cast your net really wide on these. Um, so I went to one that was in a cabin in New Hampshire. It was just uh, a bunch of, uh, a bunch of guys who rented the cabin. We just hung out there for two days. We just we barely left except to go to the grocery store. Or like it was right on the lake, so we would go down to the lake, and that was pretty much it. We just hung out in there, cooked, drank beer, played poker, and just 
being a dick. That's what I want our honeymoon to be like. <laughs> we just disappear. I just want to like go sit in a cabin and like watch like hours of Netflix and like go swim in a lake and take naps. Mm-hmm. And so on the on another planet entirely, I went to a bachelor party in Puerto Rico that was a big time bachelor party where we were at a hotel on the beach. We were routinely up until six or seven in the morning. Um, sun was completely up before we went to bed. Uh, we got bottle service at a, at a club. Bottle service? Uh, it's a, like, I'm not a, I'm not a clubber either. We didn't, uh, we're, we're not, we're not people of the club. Yeah. You and I. We are people of the boring. We're people of the library. <laughs> yes. Uh, but it was, so it was wild. It was exactly what I was hoping for and what I was expecting. Uh, and my, f- the first day my flight got delayed. And so I had to miss regrettably Regrettably. I had to miss going to the evening of uh, multiple strip clubs and cockfights that everybody went to. Uh, so I, I showed up after and I caught up with everybody, asked them how it was, and they said, it's fine that you did not make it through this part. Yeah. Uh, it sounded pretty sad and depressing. I had a plan. Uh... Mostly the cockfighting part. I had to plan a bachelorette party for uh, one of the bridal parties that I was in. I was like the most responsible uh, of the bridesmaids. So I asked the bride what she wanted and uh, she told me, I want penises all up in this. And you can't see right now, but I'm making a hand motion around my face. She's gesturing in a Stevie Nicks kind of way around her face. Yeah, you know, like all, all up in here. So I took that to mean that she wanted to go to a strip club and get penises all up in her face. Don't, okay. don't you think that that is a reasonable assumption? Sure. So we did just that. She was very upset. Uh. Very upset. Because what she meant was like all of the penis paraphernalia that one gets at a... That she wanted like a penis hat and like a penis necklace. And I was like, that was not made clear... If so you, not <laughs> so not real ones. No. Not ones connected to dudes. And I have to say, when you ask someone what they want to do and they describe what they want to wear, that's not my fault. So she was picturing uh, sort of like a sex toy party yeah. at your house. Yeah. She was picturing an, a fun night in and we had a wild night out, which I was very uncomfortable at. Let me tell you. It's just... I, would, I didn't want to be I didn't want to be there any more than she wanted to be there. Like that was the worst part was that no one was enjoying themselves. We all went because we thought she wanted to go. So if you're out there and planning a bachelorette party, get specifics and then maybe like run run them by everyone before you decide to go because misunderstandings are just gonna happen. Mm-hmm. You don't no one wants to no one wants to be in that situation with a pile full of ones crying into their drink. Is it fair to uh, ask for a movie rating? What do you mean? For uh, so I'm gonna plan this party for you. Do you want it to be an R party? Oh yeah. Do you want it to be a NC seventeen party? Yeah, I think that's a good. That's probably a good system to use. A lot of the stuff I described was like 
I would love to go somewhere and get ribs. I think that'd be fun. Oh yeah, you might be doing the bourbon trail, right? That would be cool. You go to Kentucky and do the bourbon trail. Yeah. But we'll get back to y'all on that. We'll see. Okay, do we have anything for Haters Corner? Haters Corner. Okay. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, haters who don't like different size bachelor parties. What's the deal? What's the problem? Who cares? So there's you're you're what you're watching, or I guess uh, if you're in it and you're worried about like oh the, the oh the, so you're gonna walk in without a person, or you're gonna walk in with two people instead of one person. Is it uh, is it is this gonna blow your mind? What's wrong? What's the problem? I don't get it. I'm just shaking my head. I don't understand why you're so angry. It's like such a small thing. Suck it up. Symmetri- like you, you gotta have a symmetrical picture. You gotta have somebody. You gotta, you gotta have the same number of men and women on the two different sides. Yeah. What does that matter? Who cares? I'm watching a lot of Big Love recently. I'm trying to catch up on my HBO shows, and uh, it's almost like that they expect to be paired off like forever with these people. They're like, oh, this is like bridesmaid A meet groomsman A. You guys are now together forever. And so you get two people, and it's like that you're asking them to be in friggin' polygamy. Uh, almost all my groomsmen are uh, engaged or married already. Yeah. Why What's... do they care? Mostly they don't care. Mostly my sisters care. Suck it up, girls. I don't think it's. I don't think it's weird. I think you can have any kind of numbers. You can have any kind of numbers. You can have any kind of people. Not everyone has to be the same. It doesn't have to match on either side. The Nazis matched on either side. <gasps> really brought up the Nazis there. Okay, after a haters corner, I think we have to have lovers corner. Right. We have to end on a positive note. All right. What's something you love? About weddings? Yeah, about about wedding parties. Uh, so I thought that it was a very clarifying thought when uh, when you talked about picking your bridesmaids or picking your groomsmen and that you want people who are going to help you on the day that it's a that there is like a practical element to it and i know i mentioned it a couple times because it's very uh, i found it very significant like that it's not just sort of it shouldn't be a test for your friends like who can you who are you gonna ask and who is gonna say yes and uh all the sort of emotional stuff that goes with it. It should be, I like this person. I think it would be a good idea if they were around me. Yeah. This day out of my life. This stressful and very important day. Like if you're, like you don't have, you can have great friends and not ask them to be in your wedding party for various reasons. In many cases, you're probably doing them a favor. Yeah. But like, you know, you have that type B friend who is just going to drive you crazy. You know, don't ask them to be in your wedding party. It's okay. They'll Everyone, come. They'll love you. They'll get drunk. They'll, they all have no responsibilities. Sure. Everyone has that person. If not your friend, then uh, someone you work with that you know how much fun you have with them. But then when there are problems, they just make it worse. And not because they're incompetent or terrible just like the way that they deal with stuff just makes it worse for you 
your styles don't match, your personalities don't match yeah. in, in crisis mode. Those are the people that you invite to your wedding because they're going to be the life of the party, but you don't give them any responsibilities. Don't yeah. put them in your wedding party. I don't need I don't need them to solve problems for me. I need them to be there and to have fun. So I can feed off of their fun instead of <laughs> them uh, stressing me out. Yeah. Okay. One thing I love is uh, rental clothing for your wedding party. Oh, sure. This thing is amazing. Everybody should rent everything. Uh, I own several bridesmaids dresses. Um, they sit in my closet. And now there's like whole cottage industries where not only bridesmaids, because, you know, there's always been rent the runway. You could always do that if you needed to. Um, there are websites where you can rent bridesmaids dresses that are like very specifically bridesmaids dresses, but also groomsmen. There's also websites where everybody can rent their um, suits and they, they don't have to be tuxes. Because I feel like unless you're renting a tux, that wasn't really like available for, for men. So I think that's awesome. I think more people should do it. It's not only uh, saving your people money, but it's also saving the environment. And it's a lot easier when you can just set here's the here's the stuff that you can pick out and they can go on the website and just pick their size and pick their whatever. You don't all have to go show, show up at the same place. Yeah. yeah. It's gonna be great. I can't wait. It's gonna be the best. The fewer the fewer times that you can see your friends is better. <laughs> oh, that's, that's sad. <laughs> Okay, if well. That's not true. You should spend that time having a good time instead of buying clothes. Yeah. Trying to do that. Well, thanks, guys. Uh, if you have any interesting topics you'd like us to discuss or, or burning questions that you'd like us to answer. Yeah, we've recorded a couple of these uh, before putting them out, so hopefully a lot of people have been sending us notes. Yeah, if you sent us a note and you're listening to this right now, uh, sorry we haven't gotten back to you because you are in the future and we haven't gotten your email messages yet. So uh, shoot us an email. We're at wedopodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave us a review. Let us know what you want to hear. That's right. See y'all later.